Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of True Lies. I watched the second half of True Lies. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. Hey, Ethan. Hey. <laughs> uh, so, man. There's a lot of movies that we watch this podcast. Where we do. We, we watch a lot of them. And a lot of them are just like, oh, I've never seen this one, blah, blah, blah. This is one of the ones when whenever I say I've never seen True Lies, every person, I've not met a single person that doesn't like their eyes get really wide, like fucking plates. And they're like, you've never seen True Lies? To be fair, I've never said that because I've never seen it either. But that's the thing is if people have seen True Lies, they swear by this movie. Every single person I've ever met who has seen True Lies, when I tell them I've never seen it, they act like I've never seen like Jurassic Park or something. You know, like immediately people Especially get flipped like out. If you're, if you're a movie person, I am a movie person, and I guess that's maybe why they expect you got that. It. Was it Flickster account? Oh it? yeah, should I? I should pump that again. Uh, letterboxed. Letterboxed. I've actually been uh, keeping up on all the uh, movies I've seen. I've watched a lot of movies recently, so people should check out me on nice. Letterboxd. Very it's nice. Mad Mike. Is it just Mad Mike? Uh, let me check. Yeah, Mad Mike on Letterboxd. Plug check me that out. shit. Plugging it. But yeah, so people say like, oh my God, you haven't seen this movie. What do you think about this movie? So that's why it's on the list because I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about it. Okay. I'm not sure. I want to see what... Now, I, why, why do you not feel... Why do you not know what you're I feeling? don't know what the in, in, uh, intention is. So it's written and directed by James Cameron. Oh, really? Yes. James Cameron mm. wrote and directed this film all by himself. He had a couple other. I read up on it. Apparently, um, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger came across like the plot of this, and he's like, "I want to make it this movie, make the movie." And then he gave it to um, to to James Cameron, and he's like, "Okay, but I got to rewrite it." And he sent it to all these other writers, and they didn't make it funny enough for him. So he wrote the bulk of this film all by himself. All the jokes, mm. everything, most of what you see in the movie is all his. And I don't know. Like I've always felt. I hope, man, I hope uh, uh, James Cameron never listens to this podcast. It was probably like he's a bit of a weirdo. Like, he never really feels like he's... Oh, you say someone who's, like, completely invested in making Avatar, like, 100% wants to make a million Avatar sequels is a little bit of a weirdo? He's a bit strange. Yeah, okay, he's a little bit. He's, and I think it's maybe the, the, the pressure from being under the water so often, because he's always going down in those subs and discovering, like, cool uh, Titanics, Titanics and, and stuff. Shit. <laughs> like, wow, how many Titanics are down There's here? There's so many! Look at all these Titanics! Thanks, uh, James Cameron! I didn't know there were so many Titanics. I thought there was only one. Apparently there's multiple <laughs> ones. Uh, but, like, I don't know if it's that. I, maybe it's because of the fact that like he has worked really hard as a director and he's you know he's we he went from basically like living in a car like he lived in his car for most of his career to you know becoming like one of the most successful directors ever i'm sure that also turns you in a bit of a narcissist but i've always felt like he was a bit of a weirdo and this movie only like makes it more clear to me that he doesn't know how real people act or like anything like speak yeah a little bit and i don't know but the thing is i don't know if that's the intention because the other thing i would i do respect about um about him is like you look at i mean obviously he didn't make the first aliens but he made the second aliens and that has a really strong female uh, main character strong woman character same thing with terminator and terminator 2 Mm -hmm. strong female characters strong women characters mothers you know um but this movie is so fucking sexist. Oh, yeah. Like, incredibly it's straight so. 90s, man. And it's just, like, and I don't know if it's done purposefully or not. Like, I don't know if it's supposed to be like, oh, look how terrible these men are. Or if you're supposed to be like, oh, my God, like, Jamie Lee Curtis is such a terrible person. And Arnold Schwarzenegger is just, you know, poor, 
poor man. I don't know. I don't know what this movie's trying to do. Yeah. It seems really I'll be honest. The part I walked in, like it felt like the movie took a big turn. Yeah. And I'm not 100% sure why it took that turn. And honestly, watching the whole thing, I still don't know why it took that turn. There's a few things in there I don't understand completely. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm going to try to say, help you out. What I, yeah, we'll say, I don't think you'll like the end of this movie. Really? I don't think you will. <laughs> but let's, uh, let's dive well, in Let's here. dive in and let's talk about it. So like I said, movie is written and directed by James Cameron. I just wrote, oh God. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Also, Tom Arnold's in the movie. Uh, I don't know if anybody knows who Tom Arnold is Is that anymore. Tom Holland? Tom Holland. No, you silly goose. Tom Arnold was like some really unfunny comedian back in the day who was just in a bunch of garbage stuff. He was married to Roseanne for a while. Um, I don't know if anyone knows who Tom Arnold is anymore. Tom Tom Arnold's not coming. Wait, is Tom Arnold? Hmm? What'd you say his name was? Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. Think he's coming back like Roseanne's coming back? I don't think so. No, probably not. Probably not. I mean, you haven't even heard of the man. Exactly, right? <laughs> um, True uh, lies again. To the point, <laughs> to the point, I don't even know what his character's name is. I'm just gonna call him Tom. He's his best friend. Honestly, I don't know these people. Describe names him either. a little bit. He's schlubby. He's um uh Arnold's best friend. Sure, probably. Him. Uh and Charlton Heston is in the movie as what? the guy who runs this like weird CIA spy place. He's got a eye patch. I don't think I've ever seen him. <laughs> he must have been very important in the plot. Yep. So we start with Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's a spy and he's infiltrating like this meeting. <sighs> and I'm like, Arnold Schwarzenegger is not a good spy at all because he's such a big, like loud man. I feel like the minute he walks anywhere, you're like, who is that seven foot tall muscle dude? Like, just, that's the thing. Mm. A good spy is unexpected. That's true. You'll be the, like, they wouldn't send a spy like that. That guy's ridiculous. <laughs> he's obviously not a spy. He doesn't even speak like, he speaks with a, a, a the Austrian most thick ac- accent. Yeah, ever. an yeah. Austrian accent. Like, he's, so like, he, they're trying to pay, pass him off as some kind of 007 motherfucker. We got Tom Arnold in a van. And Tom Arnold uh, is just like, hey, I'm, I'm a guy in a van. I'm going to keep keep an eye out for you. So basically, Arnold Schwarzenegger is there to meet with a guy named Khalid. Um, he is uh, the taxi driver from How I Met Your Mother. Okay. Um, and then there's also the lady from Wayne's World. Her name is Juno in the movie. She's really cool. I like her. Um, don't oh, know about her. Man, you don't know who Juno is? Nope. She's uh, She basically sells antiquities and historical things. Whatever. So she must not be my half. I think she must be. She's a very important person. Arnold spies around like Hitman. He looks like Hitman, except for he's got hair. <laughs> and uh, he hacks an old Windows computer, and then he runs into Juno. And security finds Arnold. Like they're like, oh my god, Arnold! Somebody's here. Like there's evidence that someone's broken into the party. So they look around for uh, Arnie. And in order to hide, he tangos with Juno. And mm. then Juno just winds up all on him. Like, she's just fucking grinding up against him. And I'm just like, oh, this is a little weird. And then he leaves, but he gets Juno's business card. She's like, oh, meet with me later. So I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. So then he blows up some shit as a diversion to escape. And then, okay, this part's really great. Now, I know you're on your computer right now, Ethan, but I need you to listen to me. I'm listening to this you. This part is very important. So he's running away, and he's being chased by two dogs. And these dogs come running up to him, and they're barking at him. And Arnold's like, oh, God, what am I going to do? So he turns around, and the dogs jump at him, and he grabs the dogs by the head, and he smashes them together. And then they fall to the ground. They're obviously like rubber dogs at that point when they fall to the ground. And he goes, stay. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> then he runs away. Yeah, this is a chock full of Arnold one-liners. Oh, this is definitely like the Number pinnacle. One. I wonder if this is where they they based Last Action Hero off of like this sort of thing. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I did look up um, who Juno is, and I do know who she you is. Think, okay, I just want to see a picture because I was like, huh. She's so like an Asian-looking woman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then he gets in the van with Tom Arnold, and then he flies home. Now, this is when it's revealed that he has a wife and a child. Um, okay. So at this point, I was like, okay, so it's just him as a spy. And then it's like, oh no, he's got a fucking family and he's lying to them. And he's just was fucking like grinding up against this like random person. Like, nice. I get it's for work, but it's not cool, man. And so he arrives as a home. Spy, you gotta, you gotta watch the Americans. You gotta fuck a that's, lot of people. That's dude. true. But in the Americans, both people are aware of that shit. That's I don't true. know. I do not understand why he doesn't tell his wife. I don't get that. Like, is it, is it, does it really need to be that level of secrecy that your own wife doesn't, like, know what you're doing? Seems like a weird, uh, it no, seems you're like totally a, right. It doesn't make any sense why. Maybe it's just, is it never explained in the second half why she doesn't know? No. Cause, like, I get it that you want, like, maximum security, but it feels like even, like, especially as you get later into the movie, you understand, like, it's a bigger problem to not have his wife know that he's a spy. Like, that's way worse a situation. Totally. I agree. Know? Yeah. I think she should know. Don't know why. The other thing, and this is the other thing I wanted to bring up too, is like Arnie, apparently Arnie really liked this plot and then uh, James Cameron wrote it. And I'm looking at this movie the way James Cameron is writing the movie. And it very much feels like Arnold Schwarzenegger, his character is basically like what it's like to be um, uh, him. What it's, what it's like to be James Cameron. You get to go all around. You get to do fun things. You get to hang out with all these people. And then and you, you come home. And lie to your wife. And lie to your wife. All those fun things you did. He was married to Linda Hamilton oh. around this time, the girl from uh, Children of the Corn. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, and Terminator. And she left him because he was constantly cheating on her, mm. and it really and it fucked her up mentally, big time for for years. Like she got uh, like horribly depressed and had bigger issues. Sad. And it's like I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, well, I'm not surprised. Like, look at how. We are supposed to look at Arnold Schwarzenegger in this movie and go, oh, he's a likable guy. And I'm like, no, he's a horrible person who's constantly lying to his wife and child for no reason, for no good, seemingly good reason. I don't get it. So anyway, so he arrives home. He forgets. He almost forgets to put his wedding ring on, by oh. the way. Um, Bad we, man. We're introduced to Dana, his daughter, who is the girl from uh, Dollhouse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Elizabeth Cooper or something like that. That's right. Apparently, I don't really want to bring the podcast down, but apparently recently she came out and accused the uh, 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 stunt coordinator in this movie of sexually abusing her. Yes. Holy shit. Yep, and she is super young in this movie. It is hard to watch this movie knowing that. I actually forgot about that until you brought that up. So <laughs> that really colors this movie in a different light. I was going to... I remember her saying stuff, but I didn't know. I was like, true lies, whatever. I didn't like... Since I never seen that movie, I didn't mm -hmm. process it, and I forgot that we put it on this list. I was gonna trap you actually when we're, when I was watching this movie. I was oh. gonna be like, how'd you like the stunts in this movie, and see if you were like, oh yeah, I really like the stunts. And I'm like, well, how'd you like the the daughter character? And if you were like, I don't like her, she's not a very good actor. I'm like, well, you should feel bad about yourself. <laughs> glad I didn't do that. <laughs> oh wow, I didn't know. You, yeah, I'm glad you didn't, Dick. That's really uncool, man. It would have been very uncool. By the way, stunts are pretty cool in this movie. Yeah. Well, you're a horrible person for I thinking know, that. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Dana's the daughter. She's not at all interested in Arnold or her mom. I hope not. No, not sexually. <laughs> <laughs> 
but she's just like super apathetic towards everything. Yeah, yeah. She she seems kind of completely makes sense because apparently like Arnold's fucking never around. Yeah. And he's so why get attached to someone who's never there? Exactly. And she like steals money. Yeah. And she has a, a boyfriend who rides a motorcycle. Mm. She does not give a fuck about how many anybody. tattoos does she have? Probably one. I don't know how many tattoos she has, but I think he's got quite a few. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, so I'm like I, I understand this character, Dana. And, um, yeah, she's constantly stealing money from people, mostly, obviously, her parents. And we also meet Helen, the wife, and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. And he doesn't listen to her. He doesn't pay attention to her as a wife. He's got the job to do. Yeah, exactly. And he's always lying about his job, and he makes his job sound super uh, boring so that she doesn't listen to him. And it's just like, why are you even in this relationship? Like, why are you even married? Signed a contract, bro. With her? What? Why? Why is he married to is this to Helen? You know, because they signed a contract. What are you talking about? It's called marriage, dude. You signed a contract. Yeah, you can break that contract easily. Nah, if you're nah, no man, longer, nah, man, you lose a bunch of shit. You know, divorce is messy. Oh, I'm sure money. money's the last thing on his fucking mind. He works for the goddamn government. I mean, he's probably getting paid a lot. Then that's what I'm saying. He doesn't need to worry about it. Alimony, fucking Dana's almost like she's in high school. She's fine. Mm. I don't know. It doesn't. It just doesn't seem logical to me why his character is lying to her. Anyway. Fair. So all this happens. Tom Arnold knows about Dana and all this. And this is where I'm like, I don't like how this movie's written because it doesn't feel like it's written by a normal person. So Tom Arnold is talking to Arnold Schwarzenegger uh-huh. about Henry. Arnold's, Arnold's daughter, Henry, whatever. I'm not going to say Henry because he didn't like disappear into the role or anything. He's clearly just Arnold Schwarzenegger. Has jo- Arnold Schwarzenegger ever disappeared into any role? <laughs> He's always just himself, basically. That's a very good point. Which is fine. Like it's fine. He's fine at that. But but like I'm not gonna call him Arnie, or he's not gonna call him Henry. What do you think of Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions? I think they're pretty good. We've talked about this, have we? We've talked about. I remember this. We talked about this forever ago. I hate Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions. I knew you would. Don't, don't you? Well, you hate Michael Caine impressions too. I'm I'm a bit more impressed with Michael Caine impression. I hate Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions because they're always bad and they're always the easiest fucking shit. They are and they're fun. Whatever. I used to do them in high school to make friends. So there you go. That is the saddest thing I've no, ever heard. <laughs> no, not really. Not make friends, but I definitely did it once in an improv class. Everyone's like, ah, it's hilarious. You're I'm pretty like, good at impressions. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so anyway, Tom Arnold's talking to Henry about his, his daughter. Henry? Is that his name? It is. Okay. About his daughter, Dana. I thought you meant Arnold. <laughs> and then Tom Arnold says, or Tom Arnold says to Arnold, I bet you think she's still a virgin. Oh, don't be ridiculous. She's only, what is she now? She's 14 years old. She's only 14, she's 14 years old. And her little hormones are going like a fire alarm. You know, say it's even money, she lets that physicist on the bike boinker. Oh, not Dana. Oh, not Dana. Denial. It's not just river in Egypt no more, is it, Harry? She's probably stealing the money to pay for an abortion. That is a that is a conversation between two good what friends and coworkers fuck? at work. They're at work. They're going into the office while having this conversation. I mean, they are best friends, so you can say weird shit. But like that shit is like Ethan, just... if you ever said anything like that to me, I would never speak to you again. <laughs> it's so It's so much like maybe you'd say one of those lines, I'd be like, oh shit, that was weird. I'll stop saying one of those. But like string them together, puts yeah. them in a whole other life. Your daughter is 14. She bangs her boyfriend all the time. She's stealing money to take an abortion. That is a lot to tell and your best friend. You're denying it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're in denial. It's weird. It was a really weird scene. And I'm, I'm listening to this scene. I'm like, no one talks like this. No. And like, 
I don't know. Maybe it's also because Tom Arnold. You sound like uh, you sound like uh, my relatives who are like, no one swears this much when they see like a movie. I mean, maybe yeah. I guess people maybe talk like that. There are some people who probably do talk like that. But no one I want to be no friends one with. Else, yeah. <laughs> no one I want to have the protagonist of a movie be around. Fair. So they go into their job. Their, their job is called the Omega Sector. It's the last line of defense, and Charlton Heston is the main guy. Yeah. And so then we cut to t- Helen for like no reason, and she's just talking to her coworker, and she's like, "My." She works in legal services, I think. It's very boring. Cool. Um, yeah, her coworker is like this uh, like black lady, like big black lady, because, you know, we need little minorities in this film. Yeah, she and... does not appear in the rest of it. Oh, so no. I actually really liked her. Aww. She's pretty cool. So Helen's talking to her coworker, and she's like, oh, Arnold is so distant, my husband. And that's the end of that scene. I really don't know why they put it there. Just so let them know. Cut right back in to case, Arnold. In case you couldn't tell by the body language or anything. I know, right? It, we couldn't have told the app before. That's the other problem with the movie is like later on, start, like drama starts happening between Arnold and his wife. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, I don't know. I don't know who she is. I don't know anything about her. Yeah. Like, it was a really bad movie. She just seems like wife. Yeah. And like, you see, like, why is Jamie Lee Curtis in this bit part? As far as I know, it's like, what is she doing here? Anyway, mm-hmm. so. Arnold needs to meet up with Juno because she is being paid by Khalid a lot of money, more money than it would be to like sell and sell and buy antiquities. So um, she's like, I have to be an expert on international diplomacy. And one of her workers comes into her office after Arnold leaves. They were like looking at each other all like, ooh, ooh. And then one of her coworkers or one of her workers who looks just like a normal guy walks in and just fucking slaps the shit out of her. And he's like, look. Some weird people are walking around. You're flirting with them. We need to be on high alert. I don't trust this guy. So I guess he's the dude that's paying her to be there. Later on, we learn that his name is Salim. Okay. Salim, yeah. Do you know who Salim is? Yeah, he's he's a big part. All right. Can't wait to tell you all about him. Oh, boy. So that happens. And I'm like, whoa, that was crazy because I really liked Juno. I liked how powerful she was, but that was, like, shocking. So the next thing happens. Arnold and Tom are being followed by the foreign people. I don't know. Salim and a couple of his people. Cool. Yeah. On a car. And uh it hasn't been revealed what they're a part of yet. That's huh? the thing is I don't know where they're from. I just know that they're villainous because they're dark skinned. Oh yeah. <laughs> of course. That's basically what this movie's telling me. So then Arnold um he, so they're being followed like in a car. So um Arnold walks out of the car and he gets followed by two of the people in the car, but Salim, the only guy other guy in the car is just sitting in there. And then um, Arnold gets into a fight with all three of them in a, in a in a bathroom. And, like, Salim busts in with a fucking Uzi and just tries killing Arnold. But he doesn't. And then Arnold takes care of two of the guys. And then Salim gets away. Like, runs away. So he's got to chase him down. So Salim, like, pushes a guy off a motorcycle and gets on a motorcycle and drives off. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger jumps on a fucking horse and chases him on the horse. And it's actually a pretty and cool... What beats? What wins? Well, let me tell you. It's actually pretty great. Honestly, this whole scene was really cool. So they're being chased. The, you know, motorcycle guy is being chased by the horse. The motorcycle gets into an elevator. Arnold gets into the elevator with the horse. And I'm like, that elevator cannot lift that horse. Like, horses are super fucking heavy. There's no way. I'm trying to think of a weight limit. Yeah, it's, it's like two, two it's tons. Like 7,000 pounds. 7,000 pounds. And I think, like, a horse weighs a lot. I don't know I how. 700 pounds. Whatever. Anyway. But anyway. It's quite, quite big. It's, it's, well, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, a horse, and two other people. So I'm like, ooh, that's a lot. So then finally, they're all going to the top. What weighs more, a house or Arnold's? A horse or Arnold's? Uh, I think a house weighs more than Arnold Schwarzenegger, my friend. I think a horse definitely weighs more than Arnold Schwarzenegger. You don't think so? I don't know, man. He's all muscles. He is all muscle. But muscle weighs a lot. You, I mean, have you seen a horse? It's pretty muscly. 
pretty swole, dude. That was working out. <laughs> That's always, true. Always prancing around there, you know. Yeah, showing off. Getting swole in them hay- haze. Oh my god, Dan, I love horses. You ever ride a horse? Never. I've always wanted to ride a horse. It's all right. You ever ridden a horse? I don't like something that can all of a sudden get scared and just throw your ass on the ground. Like Christopher Reeve. Yeah. Exactly. I would never want that to happen to me. Exactly. Or it's like I'm scared. I'm gonna start running. When I can love you stop? how fast they go. Like you know I've been on horse fast? a car. That's true. I've been on horse drawn carriages, and that's a lot of fun. Motorcycle, a golf cart, all things go fast. I'm very scared about motorcycles. I would yeah. die the minute I, I would just fucking explode on a motorcycle. If I ever got a motorcycle, I'd only do surfer streets. Anyway, anyway, continue. so uh, horse and elevator. They're in an wait. Horse and motorcycle horse are and in elevator. elevators. Uh-huh. Elevator gets to the very top. Motorcycle guy. It gets out of the elevator first and jumps off of one of the top of the buildings to another building, okay. a la Fast and Furious. Yeah. And so Arnie's like, I'm going to do same, the same thing on this horse. So he gets the horse, and the horse is like going and going and going. But then the horse realizes, holy shit, I'm really fucking high up. And the horse just stops immediately. And Arnold falls off the side of the building, but still holds onto the horse. And then he gets back on the top of the building. And so... Motorcycle guy wins basically because horse was too scared to jump off. Told you, man. That's why a, a motorcycle wouldn't care. That's true. It doesn't. It doesn't at all. So, um, and I'm like, so then the guy just gets away, and I'm like, Arnold wasn't the only guy chasing him. Like, are you trying to tell me that this highly paid branch of the government doesn't have any reinforcements or anybody else following this guy on a fucking motorcycle? There's no like helicopters or anything. Apparently not. Apparently Arnie was the only guy fucking chasing him. It was weird. Yeah. So that was weird. So anyway, I guess it was Arnold's birthday that day, and cool. uh, he didn't show up on time. So uh, bummer. Just... Not his own birthday. He doesn't care about his birthday. So next scene, we are introduced to Salim. His name is Salim Abu Aziz. Yep. He is a motorcycle guy. Salim Dion. Salim Dion. That's what I like to call him. His, his motorcycle will go on. Yep. <laughs> he is a major terrorist. He is from Ooh, the group. Not those minor terrorists. No, they've mentioned he's like all the other terrorists were too lukewarm for him. He had to get his own branch of terrorism Ooh. called the Crimson Jihad. Ah. They call him the Sand Spider. <laughs> Could you tell you this know, was written by a white guy? Well, even then, like you know, all like terrorist groups, cults. Racist KKK people. Mm. They have weird ass names, man. They like really they do. name themselves the funniest thing. Like you got a bunch of nerds. The KKK. It was in the yeah. Grand Wizard. Grand Wizards. That feels like a like a Dungeons and Dragons thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, come on, guys. Guys, get yourself together. You know how embarrassing this is. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you should maybe fix the racism first and then fix your names. But you know. I mean, you should probably fix the name first so that more people join. <laughs> <laughs> I would join if they sounded better. Mike, <laughs> mm, no. No, I wouldn't. I All right. So next scene. Um so Arnold's like, I feel bad for my wife, Helen, because I didn't show up on my birthday. So I'm going to go to her job and just, you know, have an impromptu lunch with her. So he goes to the job where Helen is and he walks she wa- he walks up to her cubicle. But just before Helen sees her, um, the she gets a call from a guy named Simon. Hmm. Very mysterious man, Simon. She doesn't know that Arnold is there. And so it's very obvious, according to like the phone, that she's having an affair with this Simon guy. She's like, "Oh, you want to meet for lunch? Yeah, I'll meet you. I'll meet you soon. I'll be right there." And she like takes off her shoes and puts on better shoes, like sexier shoes. And then she leaves, and and Arnold is destroyed by this. He's just like, "I cannot believe it. Helen's been cheating on me." And he goes up to Tom Arnold, and he's like, "I can't believe my wife's been cheating on me." And Arnold's like, "That's great. Congratulations." And Arnold's like, what are you doing? And she goes, well, she probably still loves you. She just needs to bang somebody. And I'm like, what a friend. What a great guy this guy uh, is. That's kind of, I don't know. That's kind of funny. 
Because it's like, he obviously, Arnold's ever around disconnected from any of that stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but that's the other problem. Is like, we've seen Arnold flirting with people all the time. That's for work, though. Don't say that, Ethan. Don't fucking, don't excuse that shit. I'm what not if, saying it's good. I'm just saying he's doing it for work and he's disconnected from his own personal life because he spends all his time, all his flirt points <laughs> on fucking work bullshit and on not other on his people. actual wife. Yeah, exactly. I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it's good at all. I'm but just I saying think that's, in the context of the movie, we're supposed to be like, oh, poor, oh, sorry, really? Arnold. Okay, I thought it was like he was making a like sarcastic joke. No, every, like the movie plays it. It plays sad music. Arnold walks out. He's like destroyed. And we as an audience are supposed to be like, oh my God, I can't believe she's cheating on him. And it's like, Shut fucking he's lying about almost every facet of his life to his own see, life for me i feel like that's fine if you want to feel a little sad for him but then i also think the part where he gets grounded to reality is when other arnold comes in and is like hey you know other arnold do you mean tom arnold tom arnold i like this in. i like there's he's two a, arnold's he's other arnold yeah. um, when tom arnold comes in and is like well you know Probably still loves you, but you know, she's got to get her needs somewhere else because you're fucking up. That's true. But he also mentions he's gone through three wives. Okay. Well, (laughs) I tried. So they're at a family dinner and Arnold is visibly upset and he's like, hey, where were you at lunch? And she lies, obviously. So then Arnold goes back to work and he's like, I'm going to order a wiretap on Helen's work and the home phone and everything. I'm going to bug her phone and her purse and everything. And Tom Arnold's like, I don't think we should be doing that. That's like against the rules. You know, we should only be doing this on like people with national security or whatever. And he's like, Tom uh, Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger's like, I don't care. We're gonna do it. So they start spying on her okay. without her consent. Um, so I wrote down, Arnold is a bad person. I wrote yeah. down in big letters because also he's walking the dog and he's so angry he starts pulling the dog Aww, and like hurting, anything. hurting the dog. Like he's I hurting mean, that poor him, dog. I mean, you see him. He did smash two dogs' heads together. That's a, you, he's That's hurt a three dogs in this movie. There's a lot of Those dogs, other dude. two were like you know, what, you know what? In 2017, the year or 2018, whatever year we're in, the year of the doggo. <laughs> we're 2018 in is literally the year of the doggo. I'm aware of that. So we need uh, to stop hurting so many dogs. Yeah, only hurt cows. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, so they follow Helen and they find Simon. Simon says says exactly that he's the spy. Uh-huh. Simon starts Im- acting like he's a spy, and he l- he's like, "Hey, did you read that thing about the guy on the horse?" That Simon the guy on the mustache. Yes, that's Bill Paxton. Ah, huh. He looks different than I thought he would. He's got a mustache. <laughs> no, Game I, you over, know, man. You, you know me. I get easily tricked by mustaches <laughs> and wigs. You say that as a joke, but it's true. It's true. Uh, so, um, yeah. So he's taking credit for what Arnold did. He's acting like he is the spy, but he isn't. So he's lying to Helen in order to try to make him look interesting, which is an interesting idea because it's like if Arnold was just honest with Helen, Helen would probably find him more interesting and like him more. Anyway, Hmm. so Arnold is super angry. So he's like, all right, I'm going to talk to this guy, Simon. So um, Simon is actually a used car salesman. He'd been lying about being a spy this whole time. So Arnold goes uh, to oh. oh this is all this is all coming into play now. Okay. So Arnold goes to Simon's used car lot, and they go for a ride together. And Simon starts talking about Helen, and he's like, "She's like all these babes. You get their pilot lit, they can suck start a leaf blower. <laughs> oh gosh, she's got the most incredible body and a pair of titties make you want to stand up and beg for buttermilk. Ass like a ten year old boy." <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> like, okay. 
I've never seen this face of Ethan before. All right. Just confused Let's and disgusted. Let's break this down. Say the first line again. So, first, first line. Word. You got to get her pilot lit. You got to okay, get her hot. Pilot. Okay, that, that one was okay. That makes sense. So that she can suck start a leaf blower. Never suck start a leaf blower. <laughs> never had, like, leaf blowers, you usually pull the cord a couple times. It'll be get fine. It going, and you get it. You know, you got to prime it. You got to pump the little bit of you the juice in there. You got to put the gas in. And you, Perfectly you know, fine. Pull it. Yeah. So next line, she got an incredible body. Debatable. Uh, nah. she- <laughs> That's fine. She got a great pair of tits. Make okay. you want to mm. stand up and beg for buttermilk. Okay. All right. Who the fuck? Buttermilk. Who who stands up and begs? That's my question. No one begs while standing up. Stands up up while begs for buttermilk. I mean, if you're standing up and begging, you probably want buttermilk because you're a fucking weirdo. Because buttermilk is good in things, but you don't ask for just buttermilk. I mean, I have buttermilk right now. But maybe her tits are so great that you would take buttermilk because of them? Like, if her tits only produce buttermilk? (laughs) Boy, this sure tastes fermented, but I love you, baby. These will last a long time ago. Great right some pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can make pancakes out of her titty milk. <laughs> so, but then comes the most questionable line. Ask like a 10-year-old boy. What Why? the fuck is that? Like, do people think that? Do people look at 10-year-old boys' butts and go, mmm? <laughs> <laughs> this fucking weirdo does, apparently. What the fuck? Fuck! Yeah. How is that supposed to describe any like no ten year old anything is good looking? No. <laughs> Even if he had said a ten year old girl, that would have been questionable. Yeah. Like ten year old boy, either of them all are questionable. Just, all is just bad. Neither, none of those should be said. You should not even like look at ten year old butts. Every time a ten year old butt comes out, I close my eyes immediately. <laughs> I don't want to see that shit. I don't. Nope. I don't want to see that because I, just, I can proudly say I've never looked at a ten year old butt. You know, I don't think I have either. Even when I was 10, I was like, I don't want to see this no, shit. No, no, no. Every time I was naked, I closed my eyes. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm here. That might show my butt. Ah! <laughs> I might really like it. <laughs> if I look at my own 10-year-old butt, <laughs> it might look like Jamie Lee Curtis's butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably 10 when True Lies came out. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I've seen this before. It's <laughs> on repeat. I see this every day. It is the weirdest fucking thing to write down. Man. Like, James Cameron had to write that down in the script and give it to Bill Paxton. And Bill Paxton had to read that and go, yep, that's something my character would <laughs> I say. I guess that's fine. That's fine. And, like, right after he says that, Arnold Schwarzenegger punches him in the face. That's but fair. I'm not 100% sure if he punched him in the face because he was talking about his wife like that or because he was describing 10-year-old butts as being sexy. Like, if Tom Arnold had said that to him, he probably would have just been like, oh, Tom, you're a terrible person. But he wouldn't have punched him in the face. Like, that's well, a horrible well, thing. Well, he has repertoire. So he, he, said, he said weird shit you know, a lot. That's, you know, that's the thing is, like, t- describing 10-year-old's butts as being sexy, that's just locker room talk right there. Apparently so. <laughs> just it locker was, talk with your chums. It was bizarre. Like, I had to pause the movie and go, there's no way he said 10-year-old boy butt. Like, there's no way he said a 10-year-old boy. That's ridiculous. But he did. So, what does James Cameron think of 10-year-old boy butts? That's the real question, isn't it? <laughs> because the thing is, like, did did he write that down saying, like, oh, man, 10-year-old boy butts are really sexy. I should put that in my movie script. Or did he put that down and say, oh, this is how you make a character instantly unlikable. I legitimately don't know. So, next scene. Tom Ar- or, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is reading through the transcripts that of his wife's wiretap. And he gets to the part where apparently his wife and Simon are going to meet up somewhere. And Arnold flips out. So he gets a bunch of government agents to stalk her and Simon at their meetup. So Simon does meet up with Helen and takes Helen to this crappy, junky trailer where he says this is hideaway. But clearly that's like where he lives because he's a liar. 
And he's like, hey, so here's the thing. For my next assignment, I need a wife. And I need you to pose as my wife, basically. And she's like, oh, my gosh, what? And he's like, yeah, I need to go to Paris. And then, you know, then I need to go, like, to London. I need someone that could pose as my wife. And she goes, I don't know if I can do that. She goes, well, he's like, well, it's national security. And basically, eventually, he says, she's like, okay, I'll do that. And so then he's like, but in order for us to seem like wife and husband, you need to be really comfortable with me. So he starts like putting moves on her, giving him more, giving her more wine and like really holding up on her. And then a bunch of like agents start circling the trailer and Simon's like putting his arms around Helen, but then Helen immediately resists. And he's, she's like, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to do this. Okay. Now, before that happens, I forgot about this scene. So they're driving in a car together to get to that trunking trailer Junk, junk or whatever, junk trailer. And uh, Helen is in one part of the car and uh, 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 Simon is driving, right? And Simon's like, I don't want anyone to see me with anybody, so you need to get down. And so he like forces ah, her yes. head down. And the famous... Oh, you know about this. No, I just I just know it's a thing that people do. Yeah, so Some he... people get road head? She didn't give him road head, though. But I know, it that's looked, the idea of it. It looked like she was, right? Mm, yes. So all the agents... Very dangerous. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. It would it would kill you, probably, if you got in a horrible car accident. But, I mean, if, even if you weren't getting giving roadhead, you'd probably die in a horrible car accident if you got in a horrible car accident. <laughs> so, anyway. Well, it increases chances of a horrible car accident because the driver's distracted. Oh, distracted? Well, if you're good at it, if you're bad at it, you know, there's no chance that you're going to be distracted. <laughs> fair, fair enough. <laughs> so... Girls, be as bad as you can be when you're giving roadheads. So yeah, that, that way you're safe distracted. and you get there home. Exactly. Uh, you can get there in one piece. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, so they're driving. She's got his her head like near his lap, but not in the lap. But all the agents that are watching them sees that she's got her head near his lap. So Arnold keeps getting intel from the people, and one guy pipes in, one of the guys in the helicopter, and he goes, "Yep." Her head is definitely in his yeah in his lap. Woohoo! Like says that, and I'm like, that was a weird line reading. I look it up. Guess who read that? Who? James Cameron. Woohoo! <laughs> 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 it makes me feel a little bit more like this is just how James Cameron acts is like a horrible person. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so then all the agents break into the shack, and Simon lands on top of Helen. It looks like they're fucking, but he isn't. They aren't really. And Arnie sees this, immediately gets mad, and they take Simon and Helen and they throw them into a, a truck. They take him back to a, a, a government security. Now, this is the scene I had the most trouble with. All this scene leading up to this was pretty bad. This is the worst. So Helen is brought to the secret secure base in a creepy interrogation room, and Arnold and Tom are using voice changers. Oh, uh, yeah. And they seem to get rid of Tom. Like, Arnold Schwarzenegger's accent completely. Like, I know your voice changes, but like your accent stays the same. But I it, don't know, does it? Yes, come on. I like, never use one of those things. Dude, like, if you were to talk like this and then you just got deeper, it would just sound the same. But like, your accent would stay there. Your accent doesn't just go away. I mean, it's your voice, voice just gets it's deeper. voice modulator, right? It changes everything. Yeah, but your accent doesn't change. I like, thought, if a French I thought pers- it changed some other stuff too, like the pitch. How would it change? Yeah, it changes the pitch, but how would it change an accent? That's how you're forming the words. Yo, it's a, it's a secret government. Yeah, you're right. It's a secret government thing. So she tells them how they met. Basically, um, so it like, yeah, she like starts spilling the beans. And then they start asking her like super personal questions like, did you ever sleep with him? All this stuff. And they basically use their position as creepy government agents to ask her whatever they want. Mm. And it feels super creepy and wrong. And then she admits that she feels like her life has been wasted, that her life with... 
Arnold Schwarzenegger, Henry, or whatever, has been terrible and not at all what she wanted. And then they ask if they have, if she'd ever have sex with Simon, and she's like, "No, I didn't do it." And they keep asking, they keep asking, and it brings her to fucking tears. Like she starts crying, and she like starts banging her chair against the window. I remember that part. Okay, good. It's up to the part where you're at, and, and that's where I got to. And I'm just like, this is really fucking sad. Like, like I do not condone what she did with Simon at all, but like. She goes on to say, like, she loves, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. She didn't cheat with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it's like, I feel really bad for the girl, especially because Arnold Schwarzenegger, one, has been lying to her forever, like, constantly lying to her. And now he's using his position as, like, a government agent to just get more information out of his wife when all he could have done is just talk to her in the first place. Didn't like that scene at all. Made me, honestly, made Arnold Schwarzenegger's character completely unlikable to me. Hated him. So. Yeah. Not knowing any of the stuff you just told me, <laughs> this movie takes on a much different tone. Oh, yeah? So I see some lady in some thermal scan thing going uh, on, and these people are questioning her, did you sleep with him? Yeah. And did you have sexual relations with him? And she freaks out and starts hitting the window of the chair. Yeah. And he says, and I'm like, what the fuck? This is, like, really brutal. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, what's right? What's on? And then they say, we have one question. Do you still love your husband? Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Yes, I still love him. I always love him." And I'm like, "Oh man, that's nice to hear." <laughs> and then the guy next to Arnold says, "Oh, she loves you, dude." I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Why the fuck are you interrogating your wife? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> There's got to be a great reason for this. There isn't. There isn't. <laughs> None at all. Okay. So I was like, okay. That's fine. <laughs> then he's like, hey, how about this? I offer you a job. If you don't take the job, we will send you to prison. <laughs> but you'll never see your husband and daughter again. What? But if you take the, the fuck? if you take the job, then everything will be fine. We'll never speak to you again. And she, and is like, what's your choice? She's like, uh, of course I'll take the job. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Why? You can now go free. Yep. So what the fuck? Why did he do that? So they does say, he do it because like in order to make her life more interesting or some bullshit? So I was hoping you'd be able to explain this, but apparently you can't. <laughs> so they say the name of your contact is Boris, and she's like, what will my name be? She says your name with contact. Is Doris. What a, what a good <laughs> joke. So she gets dropped off. Who's Boris? Uh, Boris is Arnold Schwarzenegger. What? Yep. Wait, wait, what? What? Yep. Does she recognize him? She doesn't recognize him. She says in contact. So you'll be contact. So say like, hey, this is Boris. I need to speak to Doris. Oh. And they'll be over the weird voice modulator. <sighs> oh, boy. So. I, I, I now suddenly I see these people with masks threatening this strange man with the mustache over a dam. And they're like, "We're gonna kill you." That's Simon, yes. And like, Wah! and it's like, "I'm Simon. I'm just a person. I haven't seen your faces. Let me go." And they reveal their faces. He's like, "Oh, oh no, I forgot your faces. I'm closing my eyes." <laughs> and then they say, "Um, we're gonna kill you." And he's like, "No, no, it's a lie. I'm not because you're a spy." And he's like, "I'm not a real spy. I completely lied. I made that whole thing up." And he starts confessing and saying, like, I just say that stuff. 
to impress women. Actually, he doesn't say that part. So I didn't know why he was a spy. He just says, <laughs> he just says I make that stuff up. I'm a used car salesman. Like yes. I just say that, and I'm not actually a real spy. And then he pees himself, and he says, "Would a real spy pee themselves?" And Arnold and other Arnold say, <laughs> "You're right." And they let him go. Oh. And he's like, "You're gonna shoot me on the way out, aren't you?" And he's like, "No, just get out of here." And they shoot like guns around him. Oh. And he's like, "Okay, I'm sorry." And he walks away, and that's it. That's all. That's all you see is Simon A. Yeah. Okay. So. Now they're all having dinner. Arnold Schwarzenegger, his wife, and his daughter. Dana. Dana. And uh, he says, how was, uh, how was, uh, you got an exciting lunch, huh, I heard. I got a flat tire. And she's like, shaking. is like, yeah, it was a great flat tire. And then she gets a phone call. And the phone call is, it's Boris. Who's, you know, he, Arnold Schwarzenegger is very chill. And he's like, oh, I know who this phone call is. And. I didn't know why. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, and they called. She's like, oh, okay. And she said, you need to go to a hotel, Hotel Marquis, which is a very fancy hotel. Okay. You need to pick something sexy to wear. This and, is the infamous scene. And um, and you're going to just go up front and say an envelope for Doris, and inside will be a room key, and you need, you know, and a bug. You need a bug, the arms dealer that's in there and walk away and get out of their escape. She's like, well, I don't have to have sex with him, do you? And it's like, no, he just likes to watch. And you'll be okay. So don't worry about it. But then afterwards, you need to get out of there. And she said, okay. And if you fail it, you will uh, die. <laughs> basically, it's like, yeah, you, you know, if you fail it, we'll come get you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the deal is off, which is a deal of like, we'll completely erase your record or whatever. Mm -hmm. So the guy, guy who tells us that hangs up and says, I'm going to hell. <laughs> I feel so bad about this. That's Tom Arnold probably. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know why you feel like you're going to hell. This seems like a totally legit mission. Because <laughs> you thought, didn't know. I didn't know. I thought it was a legit mission. Yeah. So she goes, and she's wearing this like black dress with all these ruffles on. Ruffles? Like yeah, the chips? Like the chips, yeah. Oh, she's got ruffles she's on. she got ruffles all over. they got Yummy. ridges. Um, so she has all these ruffles on it, and it look it looks like one of those things where it's like, oh, she's not had to wear one of these like dresses in a while, or like a sexy dress or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it goes to the front, gets the key, it goes to the room, and then you know finds out a little bit more about like, oh, okay, you're gonna have to actually like do stuff for him, and it's like, okay. So she looks at the mirror, and she's like, okay. So she starts ripping off all the ruffles off, and is like, I'm gonna actually like, <laughs> I don't want I'm, any chips on my yeah. Thing. <laughs> she pours some water on her hair, wets it back, and all that stuff. And uh, of course, James Cameron finds that a sexy. I know, right? <laughs> water. Yeah. yeah, I need to be as watery as possible. <laughs> Fully, I was an iceberg. Let's <laughs> sink so many ships. What is it with fucking James Cameron and water? Even in the fight scene in this movie, there's a fight scene in a bathroom, and the bad guy gets just covered in water. And I'm like, fucking James Cameron. He's like, he cannot resist himself. He's like, these roads will look way better. What? <laughs> water all over him. Uh, so. They get, she goes into the room to mm. talk to this arms dealer. And it's a sexy place. Sexy place? It has fire. There's a fire going on. <laughs> it's fire. It's just fire. Is it just a fire? It just exists. No, there's a fireplace going. Okay. The fire is looking. There's a fireplace the fire. going. It says, have some champagne. Okay. Okay. She goes, Who's, have who some is this champagne. guy? Some dark figure in the corner. I wonder who it is. I wonder who it is, too. <laughs> and it's, rain, it's raining outside, and it's very romantic. Mm-hmm. Very and the guy in the shadows, of course, more water to make it romantic. And the guy in the shadows is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Is playing using a voice recording yeah. that says everything for him. 
And the voice recording says, and I'm like, wow, this guy's got some weird kinks. He's not even talking. <laughs> that is a weird kink. <laughs> if it's, you know, no it's, kink shame. No but shame, <laughs> but like, that's an odd one, all right? Uh, it's not traditional. Yeah. Um, so she's like, you up this strip in front of me. And she's like, uh, okay. And she's like, you have to turn tor- away from me and like show, like slowly unzip your dress. You realize why this is fucking weird, right? Like, she's done nothing to deserve this. Like, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a horrible person for for all of this. That's why I was kind of hoping you'd explain something. None of this. Like, she. Well, here's the other thing. Yeah, she does that, and he's like, Roger, do a sexy dance. She's like, she starts doing like some silly dance. She's like, no, a real sexy dance. What is the silly dance? Does she do like the Macarena? Kind of like a goofy dance, yeah. Oh, okay. And then, and then while she's doing the sexy dance, is this the infamous scene where it's like, yeah, um, you you mentioned her body not being that good. She's pretty fucking. She's Jack, dude. She's well, I know she's muscular. Yeah, dude. Pretty good. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't stand up and beg for buttermilk or anything. <laughs> Her ass did not look like a 10-year-old's, although I'm not sure what a 10-year-old's ass looks like. Yeah, so you don't know. So do I you? don't really know, but I imagine... <laughs> you imagine 10-year-old's ass is like way worse than hers. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that publicly. <laughs> I will write that on I'll a piece of paper. Piece of paper. 10 year old boy butts look way less appetizing. 100% do Curtis. not want those 10-year-old boy butts. Get those out of here. <laughs> Please don't send those into the podcast do you, feed. Do you not want them because they are less attractive than Jamie Lee Curtis's, or do you not want them because they're 10-year-old boy butts? Both! <laughs> I don't want 10-year-old boy butts anywhere around here. Even if they were good looking, you wouldn't want them, right? No. <laughs> I don't want any of that shit. Get that shit out of here. Keep that shit far away from me. Also, I would not find them good looking. Obviously, you would. Yeah. But if you did, then... No! You know. I see your weird entrapment. You trapped me anyway, Mike. You devil, you... I'm just trying to have a good time here talking about... Jamie Lee Curtis. All right? Okay, here's the thing. So she's doing her dance. Okay. And she, you know, is doing some stuff that's pretty crazy. You know? Like what? Parisa, oh, like, she's doing like some good turns. Web slinging? Some, some, web slinging? <laughs> That would out, be she pulls crazy. out some pictures of 10-year-old boy butts and throws, <laughs> them, throws out them on him. <laughs> yeah, she's doing all that stuff. Climbing all over the walls. And then I notice. I notice. Yeah. What? What is it? It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> well, no shit. It's I didn't know that. Why would I know that? I came in. I don't know what his you objective is. don't know what's is. going on. I don't know what's happening. I thought literally he was like, I have to get her to do a mission for so me. So that's my question, right? What were you thinking? Like, did you think this guy was actually like an arms dealer? I honestly did. Oh, wow. I, I just had a weird thing where he's like, I'm going to do a voice recorder. Just, and, and obviously looked, you and knew was, that like uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis wasn't a spy. Yeah. Right. Totally. That's a weird plot for a movie, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> that's what I was hoping for, a much more interesting plot. And it turns out it's not at it's all. It's just there. a fucking horrible person. It's a strange level of manipulation yeah. on Arnold Schwarzenegger's so part. Does, she does a whole dance. Yeah. She does weird stuff. Um, and then while dancing, she drops the bug, picks it up. It's uh, playing uh, like some romantic music. And then he's, Arnold's like, lie down. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. He says, lie down. Lie down on the, on the bed. Mm-hmm. Close your eyes. And she goes and lays down on the bed and closes her eyes. And she's like really scared. And he, yeah, come, I would and be he too. comes over and gets a rose and rubs it all on her face. On her face? Yeah. <laughs> like the like sexually, but not like oh, no, no, not like a not like a ten year old with a crayon. <laughs> By the way, all kids' ages are ten year olds now. For I know this now podcast. all children are dead. So it's like is he rubbing like the thorns on her face? No. <laughs> 
<laughs> just cutting up her face. I caught you. <laughs> I'm into this kind of thing. This is good. Yeah. I like the blood. <laughs> I only love killing people. <laughs> I'm coming when I'm rubbing the thorns <laughs> on your face. <laughs> I'm coming when I go to sleep. I come when I'm <laughs> anyway. So what happened next? So he's rubbing, so he's rubbing the, the thing on it, and then he goes in. He's like, "I'm gonna kiss you now," and kisses oh. her. And I'm like, "This is fucking weird." This even is if, really even weird. It's his wife, like, that's fucking gross. Yeah, she doesn't want she this. Doesn't she's want not this. consenting. She doesn't have any, yeah, she doesn't have any agency in this. None. none. And then so she's she starts kissing her, and then she gets the telephone. She says, "Bug," and just fucking whacks him across the face with it. And I'm Atta like, girl. And I'm like, all right, that's great. All right, all right. Yeah. And um. And then she's like, I'm leaving you a piece of shit and starts kicking him a bunch of times. And then he says, wait. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, it's me. Does he say that? Yeah. Oh. And he, she's like, wait, what? And then um, a whole bunch of people appear with guns and they suddenly appear and burst in. And he's like, what's going on? And she's like, oh my God, what the fuck? Take me. I'm the one who knows stuff. And she, he's like, no, you need to not do that. And get this hooker out of here. I don't need her. And she's like, no, nah, no, nah, I got this, bro. And they both get <laughs> taken away. I love this dialogue. And they go, you know, <laughs> they go to an airport with a plane. And uh, <laughs> I hate those airports without planes. They're the worst, aren't <laughs> they? Are they? The wor- they're so useless. What are you I doing know, there? What are you? As a calm carports. <laughs> so um, this. So we meet. What's her face? Um, Ju- 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 Juno. Juno. We meet Juno again. Juno appears and she's like, hello. I'm the one who betrayed you guys. No. And she says, oh, yeah. Okay. And he's like, well, why do you need her? Why do you need this lady? She's just a hooker I hired. <laughs> and she's like, uh-huh, sure. And then she keeps saying, no, I'm his wife. I'm his <laughs> wife. What's going on? And then they go into the plane and they start to take off. And she just tranquilizes her. She's like, oh, wow, so this really is your wife. She doesn't even know. Yeah. He's like, uh, yeah. And then they tranquilize him. Imagine this movie through the eyes of Jamie Lee Curtis's character. She has been like, oh, she's I know. been in an intimate so moment get, this, twice, and both times oh, people have busted in this with This is guns. how you get PTSD. Seriously. Like, to the max. Like, I don't know how this ends happily for anybody. Oh, well. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, so, suddenly they're in an area. Uh, at this random place. I don't know where they are, but they arrive. Yeah. Juno's um, saying, like, look at these beautiful four horsemen from the Persian Empire. They're priceless. Shame. And so they bust them inside, and inside are nuclear bombs. And Wait, inside of them are nuclear bombs? They're nuclear bombs. How did they say, get in there? Dude, I don't know. If they're, pri- how, wait, if they're millions of years old, how do they get in? How do they put a nuclear bomb inside? I don't know. <laughs> Like, I don't know why they they're clearly in there. aren't priceless. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, if they're priceless, why couldn't you use any other artifact? Well, how did they get him in the artifact? Exactly. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Maybe they're fake. This is so dumb. It's dumb. So. Jesus Christ. They brought Arnold on board. The reason they captured him is because I guess she knew him. Juno knew him. And they knew that sh- he would know about nuclear weapons. Mm. So. <laughs> They're like, hey, what is this? And he's like, is it a special machine? Oh, no. And he's a vacuum cleaner. And they're like, no, seriously, you need to do this or I'm going to kill your wife. And then he's like, okay, I'll do a cooperate with you. Just release her. And they say, okay, fine. So what they do is they videotape him and he says, 
this is a super nuclear warhead. It'll blow up everyone. We have, they have four of them and they have all the remote devices to blow them up. You need Turbo Man. <laughs> you need Turbo Man. He will save you. <laughs> and they say all that stuff. So he says all that stuff and they're, so they're like, you need to speak without an accent. It's really hard to understand. It's really hard to understand. <laughs> You'll never be a governor at this point. Uh, so they're like, okay, cool. Uh, we're going to threaten to blow up every major U.S. city. And he's recording this, and it's a great line when the cameraman runs out of power, and he's like, oh, no, I have to redo the whole lines. And he gets mad at the pa- ca- cameraman, but the cameraman keeps saying, oh, the power or the battery's fine, but it's not, and it's not. It's great. Um, so Sounds great. Then they take uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and his wife to a torturer man. And torture man. And his wife will watch as he's tortured. Uh, and it's revealed that Arnie and... Um, uh, Juno were both lovers at the same time, and now she worked for the terrorists for the money. That's why she worked with the terrorists because they rich. They she were lovers. Worked, she wanted the money. Well, they had like a thing, and that's they talked th- twice. And uh, maybe they did beforehand. But then, uh, you know, his wife's like, "Oh no!" And she's and Juno's like, "I'm gonna kiss him a bunch of times." And he's like, "Oh, she's disgusting." So um, I don't know why Tommy was so was in here. <laughs> uh, so then uh, the the friggin. Torture man injects him with the truth serum and he starts tripping out. And after a while, the drugs kick in and he's like, Oh no, I can't tell a lie. <laughs> and she's like, I chopped on the cherry tree. <laughs> it was me, Papa. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm disappointed you can't be present now. I will build a low cabin. <laughs> Wait. Who did chop that cherry tree down? Was, was, it, it, was it Lincoln or no, was it George? I thought it was George Washington. He couldn't tell a lie. But it was Honest Abe. Uh, Honest Abe can't have it all, man. You what did George Washington do? I'm going to say it never happened to anybody because it's a fucking lie. Man. Who? Are you... Phelan's telling me who it is. Was I it told Washington? you. It was... No, it didn't happen to anybody because it never happened. <laughs> I mean, that's debatable, but. <laughs> like, I, I, maybe one of them chopped the cherry tree down, but nobody went up to their dad and was like, hey, I just chopped the cherry tree. The dad's like, cool, there's plenty of them. <laughs> no, no, no. That, cherry tree is a valuable resource. Because they got cherries on them? Yeah, dude. You got to put them on your Sundays. You gotta, yeah, how are we going to have a nice ice cream Sundae? <laughs> the point is. Yeah. Arnold now has Ar- truth serum. Arnold now is su- truth serumed up. Okay, cool. And uh, so Jamie Lee Curtis is like, I'm going to ask him all these questions. Yeah. Like, how long have you been a spy? 17 years. <laughs> have you ever killed anyone? Yeah, but they were all bad. <laughs> Bullshit. I know, exactly. <laughs> uh, That's and while, a fucking lie. I know. And the, uh, is it a true lie? Oh! It's a dumb title. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So um, they... The bad guys are going through their wallet, and they see the wife, but then they also notice she has a daughter. No, no, not Dana. What will that do? Mm. Don't worry about it. So then the uh, torture person comes back. He's like, oh, I see the truth serum's kicked in. And any last words before I torture you? What's his accent? It's just weird. Okay. It's, just, it's honestly pretty normal. <laughs> it's a normal guy it's accent. It's a normal guy. Okay. It's American Hey, accent. what are you doing? <laughs> hey, how's it going? Huh? You ready I'm to a get, torture guy. Ready to be like, cut your bits off? I don't know. What are you doing? Huh? <laughs> Chicago pizza. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's the best. Deep dish. Deep, deep dish. dish. <laughs> like this knife's going in your butt. <laughs> That's a 10-year-old butt. <laughs> ah. Tenant's knife from a 10-year-old ass. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> so then uh, he Arnold Schwarzenegger threatens him. He's like, "I'm going to chop off your, your cut, uh, spin your, 
fucking I don't know what I'm doing to you. I'm, I'm going to uh, I'm going to chop you. I'm going to snap your neck and then I'm going to use you as a human shield against this other man and then I'm going to throw a thing at him and fucking kill He's him. He's turning into Werner Herzog all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> the man is a, is a bear and the bear is in nature. Is, and there, is there much of a difference? Not really. Exactly. <laughs> so, fucking... He's like, oh, okay, that's funny. How are you going to do this? He's like, I picked the lock. And then he picked the lock on his handcuffs. Oh. And then he fucking... How do you do that? He does all things. I don't know. This is the thing. Now, this is where fucking... Arnold Schwarzenegger goes to sand and just this fucking invincible man just Whoa. killing everyone. Right. Kills those people. He's like, come on, my wife. And then <laughs> he brings he brings her along. He says, come on, no, my he wife. Doesn't, he doesn't say Okay, that. good. <laughs> So they go through all this fighting, and then um, da, 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 da. this is an interesting moment. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis finally. takes <laughs> takes her heels off. Wow! And runs barefoot. Wow! There's Just a whole like thing. Die hard. There's a whole yeah. That's the thing is there's a whole thing in like Jurassic World. She doesn't take off her heels. I'm like, man, you ever walked around without with bare feet after you've been wearing shoes for so long? Ethan, in a, in a have jungle? you ever walked around with heels? No, that's true. Yeah, you don't know how difficult it is. You're right. I have walked around in heels. It is not fun. It's not fun. Is it, it worse is... than walking around outside in the jungle with bare feet? Uh, oof. See, that's the tough part is I walked around outside before in uh, near my cabin area, and it sucks. It's the only way to find out. We got to go there with heels. And, we got to uh, go there with heels. We got to do a test like. here. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's really well, hard. To, you, would, you would totally like the worst that happened is you'd stab your foot. With bare feet, yeah. But if you have heels, you could totally twist your ankle. You could totally break your fucking ankle, especially being chased by dinosaurs. That's true. All right, fair. (laughs) She did a good move. You know what? How about either way? You just wear normal shoes like Doctor Sattler did in the original Jurassic Park. She was wearing sexy clothes though, because she because she last thing she was doing. Whose fault was it? Fucking Schwarzenegger's Schwarzenegger's fault. He all comes down, but you know what? It's cool because he kills everyone. He just goes around killing a bunch of dudes, and that's kind of like his whole thing. He just kills a bunch of people for a long time, and it's a really long action sequence. Pretty well shot. Pretty good. Yeah? How pretty are the stunts? Good, Did you like stuff. the stunts the, coordination? The, the, the stunts are <laughs> <laughs> <were> pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> they could have been coordinated better, but they were pretty well executed. <laughs> what? That's different, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. The actual actors did a really good the job. The actors did a great yeah. job pulling off these stunts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the coordinator, he did not do a good he job. He did a terrible job. He's a terrible person. I hate him. <laughs> I hope Arnold Schwarzenegger kills him. <laughs> so uh, they try to escape, blah, blah, blah. He does a lot of stuff. And then they go place the fight, the place where the nuclear warhead is being set. Right. And the bad guys are saying some stuff and Arnold's translating for them for his wife. And they're arming the bomb for an hour and a half to explode. Jesus Christ. They're giving him a whole hour and a half. I know. And they put it in and then they bury it. With, they put an American flag in there and then they bury it all in cement. What? To make the- sure no one can get it out. The flag? No, the bomb. <laughs> they put the, so here's the layer. Here's the cake layer. So you got the bomb at the bottom, got you got it. the American flag, and then you got the cement. Why'd they put the American flag down there? Because fucking they're terrorists. I don't know. They <laughs> want to disrespect our flag. They hate America, dude. The I don't first know. first thing they want to blow up with that bomb is the flag. Yeah, the, bla- the, the flag has to take, you know what? The flag will protect us. <laughs> America will save us. That's right. That's why people are so pissed about people burning flags. They're the best way to protect you. you. They're basically vibranium. (laughs) So they're made out of, uh, you know. The only thing that it can't withstand is hippie fire. (laughs) (laughs) Only if you're tripping out on LSD can you burn this flag. (laughs) If you've got bleeding heart, then you can burn the flag. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
totally. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so they bury it in cement, and uh, uh-huh. they figure out that, like, oh, they have Jeeps. Mm, they must be on the Florida Keys. <laughs> Because the land, the only they, possible place, they can't fly jeeps to this remote island. Because they mentioned when they're gonna, they're gonna first test their force on a remote island, and then they're gonna go to a major city. Right. So they're just gonna show their force on a remote island where nobody is a deserted island. So okay. they're not gonna hurt anyone. They're just gonna blow the island because fuck that island. Okay. Um. Was it? What's the island? Cuba. It's it's the Florida Keys because Whoa. it's connected via land roads. But apparently, this is one thing I didn't understand and didn't look up because fuck this movie. <laughs> um, apparently, because you're on the Florida Keys, it's just a fucking lawless wasteland, and you could drive anywhere without a passport. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. no one cares. <laughs> you just drive around. I mean, it is Florida. I was once in Florida in an Uber, and the guy who was our Uber driver didn't have insurance. So I mean, I think it's a fucking. <laughs> you could drive around. Why without did he insurance. tell you that? He was fucking bragging he's like i don't need insurance to drive it's too expensive <laughs> and then he, he mentioned that and then immediately after pulled his phone out and showed us a cool game he was playing while on the freeway driving 50 miles per hour quality <laughs> gotta get my bejeweled points up. i know exactly <laughs> so i don't think that's true but whatever i mean i i mean it did happen so here's what happened what happened no that part's true i'm talking about i'm talking about the uh passport uh, driving around pass forward whatever yeah so uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is like, it's time for you to have a gun, and gives Jamie Lee Curtis a gun at some point, and mm-hmm. now he goes down and starts murdering a bunch of people. How does she even know how to use a gun? Exactly. Jesus. So it's all unrealistic, and stuff's blown up, but it looks cool. Um. So at some point, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis loses the gun and drops it down a flight of stairs, and it bounces. And goes off while it's bouncing down the stairs and murders a bunch of people. Oh, boy. Um, in slow motion. It's a very long scene. And it's dumb. Because <laughs> also, when you throw a gun downstairs, it's not just go off like no. that. That's stupid. Well, see, this is why people are scared of guns. I don't know who it works. Like, oh, God, you've thrown it. Like, oh, it's going to blow off. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's going to kill everyone in the room. It's not true. No. Um, so then, see, at thing, some point. like a thing called a, a, a trigger. Yeah, you have to pull it. <laughs> Apparently, there's a sticky one. <laughs> anyway, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger at some point creates a flamethrower out of a fuel tank starts burning people and then um what's his name uh, 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 uh tom arnold the main bad guy oh uh khalid khalid then fucking shoots a rpg at him and he escapes but no one else thinks that and everyone thinks he's dead so then we got jamie lee curtis thinks he's dead and so is uh that other lady i can't remember her name off the top of my head juno juno thinks he's dead too and they're like oh it's so sad we're gonna take you hostage now now drive with me and we're gonna escape okay so they escape, and they start driving down those long, those roads that I was talking about. Right. And uh, somehow the sun's rising already, and it's daytime. And I'm like, it was daytime before. Now it's daytime. What? And I'm like, <laughs> Where, why has the nuclear gone off? And, so, and then the helicopter... It's only been an hour and a half, right? And then the helicopters have shown up, and they pick up Arnold, and they fly off away. And I'm like, okay. They're just casually like, let's go. I guess this nuke's fine. And they say, okay, we're going to send some people to rescue the people near the area to make sure it's fine. And that's cool. And then Juno offers Jamie Lee Curtis a drink and a limo. And she's Jesus like, whatever. Christ. So, okay, I'm going to skip some stuff. Um, How is this movie two hours fucking long? It's two in hours and 20 minutes, dude. Yeah, it's I so long and it drags fucking forever. This doesn't so the, need air, to be so the airplane there. shows up and is like, what's up? Um, <laughs> we got some Navy air, not Navy airplanes. Uh, <laughs> Not Navy airport. airplane. Marine. Air- yeah, the Navy has airplanes. I guess that's true. Uh, 
the Marines have airplanes too, apparently. <laughs> and they're like, let's call some airplanes. They get these airplanes up and they start shooting at the escaping trucks and they blow them up. Yeah. And even though they shoot a, st- a stinger missile and the stinger missile shoots a dude out of the front end and he gets run over, the bad guys, and it's weird, but it looks cool, I guess. Okay. Um, then the planes blow up the bridge and all the people fall off the bridge. And what the bridge? And the old people die. The bridges are driving on the Florida Keys Bridge. They died? A couple people died. And then we got these last trucks with the last bombs in them. And, uh, Innocent people? No, these are the bad guys. These oh. bad guys in the trucks are driving away. There's nobody okay. on these tracks except for the bad guys. Okay, okay, okay. And they blow up the bridge, and then these other guys almost fall, but then a pelican jumps on them, and then seesaws them off because they're seesawing. Oh. You know, the old classic thing, the and they're old, like, we're uh, fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. And then a pelican goes, there's more weight, and it falls the whole thing. Over the Did the, the, the pelican die? die? No, the pelican flies away. He's fine. Good. Um, and that's it. Uh, that's the end of the movie. No, it's not the end of the movie because <laughs> you'd think it would be. I'd hope so. Because they destroyed everyone, right? But they but still need to capture uh, Dana. And they still need to. They still need to rescue uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. So Jamie Lee Curtis is like, I'm gonna all of a sudden be a badass. Because <laughs> I've and never done that. I've never done it before. And she's like, while uh, Juno's distracted, tries to take the gun from her. And of course, you think she'd die instantly, but because you know, you realize Juno's actually been a spy and done all this other crazy shit before. Right. But instead, they have a little fist, a little fight, a little fightsies. And the gun goes off and actually kills the guy who's driving the car, the limo. Oh, God. That's and, not good. And, you know, instead of stopping, his, of course, his foot gets heavy and it pushes it down pushes on the way. Gas, and, right? you know, it just the car just bounces around. And then they start fighting and quips and blah, blah, blah. And uh, then Arnold Schwarzenegger's like, I need to rescue her. And he gets the, the helicopter he's in. And he tries to go down and tries to grab her hand before they reach where the bridge is blown up. And this whole tense scene. And it takes a very long time. And they eventually rescue her. But I see the whole time. Why didn't she just push the body over and make Yeah, why stop? didn't she just go to the front of the car? Because obviously the car, if you just release the accelerator, it'll stop. Well, is there, a is there a window that's separating them that perhaps she can't get through? No, because they shot through it with the gun. So did the window break? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then yeah, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. <laughs> uh, well, she was being fought by Juno. Maybe she could No, this is... Okay, so at some point she knocks Juno out. Oh, and she still didn't then, do anything. Yeah, and that's how she tries to get rescued by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, so she could just stop that and prevent the whole thing. Um, so they save her and uh, everything's fine and happy and they they kiss. Why? Exactly, I don't know. And while they kiss, the bomb explodes in the background. The nuke goes off and it's it's you know romantic, totally. If you can see it, then it's probably gonna kill you. You're probably gonna get fucking vaporized. Yeah, I know the shockwave came. I'm like, is there gonna be anything? Are they gonna nope, get nothing, fucking radiation or happens. anything? Nope, it's fine. Jesus Christ. Uh, so uh, apparently. Everything's fine. They're happy. Like, let's go home. And then they're like, let's go all, home, of sudden, all of a sudden, you think the movie's over. I hope the movie's over. <laughs> now, fucking, apparently, they get a call and they say, hey, Dana's the Crimson Jihad people right. are on top of a building with your daughter and on a rooftop. And they say, don't worry about it. We got someone on the inside. And he's like, fuck that. <laughs> and it's like, gets steals one of the Marines fighter jets, even though he's never flown them in a long time. He's like, I'm going to get her back. And then bounces around for a bit, trying to get the stupid thing to take off, and then flies off. And, um, uh, fuck, dude. Um, Jesus. so they come, and there's these reporters that show up, and they're going to film the Crimson Jihad's, like, little thing with, like, we're going to blow up LA or wherever they are. I don't think it might be New York. They're not in LA. It's probably New York. It's all on their east, east coast. Yeah, it's probably New York. So they say, uh, they're going to do it, and we're going to do it. And they're like, with this key. And they're like, what key? And it's, oh, no, the daughter stole it. And she ran away. So she starts running up the stairs. And um, the reporter who was filming this kills all the people because he's the guy on the inside. 
kills all the people who didn't run after her, and then they chase her, and she climbs up to the top of this tower, and there's this whole thing where she gets to the very top of this tower. On top of the tower is a crane. She gets on the crane, and she's like, help me! And it's like, who are you calling to? Because you're on top of a giant <laughs> Why tower. Why you even climb Why up you to climb the here? You're going to get shot by all these pies of the AKs. And then yeah. the bad guy's coming up. And he's like, I want to get you. But then all of a sudden, dad appears in the jet and is like, jump down. And she's like, okay. And she jumps. Into a jet? Onto the jet. The jet is hovering. So it's one of those hover jets. Right. Uh, those hover jets. Yeah, they exist. Do they? Yeah. Jets oh, okay. hover. Some do. That's Some how do. they take off airplane. Uh, or airplane. Uh, oh. Heli- uh, helipads? Uh, 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 not helipads. They take off of... Um, not all of them do this, but some of them take off of aircraft carriers that way. Oh, okay. Um, anyway. So... And um, so they have this whole fight, and then she jumps on the plane, and the plane's fine. He's trying to maneuver the plane around, and bad guy jumps on the plane, too. Oh, no. Trying to find the plane, and he's trying to land it. Or actually, he's not trying to land it, which is a smart thing. He should just drop the nose off, because yeah. she's on the back, he's on the nose. Then, then he could have caught her as she like slid by, and then the guy. Not in the even front that. She could have just went to another building and dropped her off at a building mm-hmm. where there's nobody there. But no. But no. They have this whole thing, and he also could have just waited until the man on the inside saved her. But exactly, no. which she was in the process of doing. Yeah. But she also fucked that up by running away. So that kind of mm. screwed everything up. Anyway, so he looks at her, and she looks at him, and they both nod, and then she holds on real tight, and he's on the back of the plane, and they flip the plane, and he falls and lands on a missile. And on the missile, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger sees that he's stuck on the missile and he's going to shoot her with the AK because he's in perfect sight. But then he sees the missile and he sees a bad guy helicopter and he says, um, you're fired. <laughs> and then fires it away and it blows up the chopper and it honestly seems pretty good. Um, yeah, and that's it. Now everyone's happy. One year later, they're all playing Thumb War at the dinner table. Thumb War. They're playing Wild Tool Through Thumb War. I love playing play Thumb, Thumb War, War around the around the table with three people. Exactly. Well, yeah. Arnold would play two at once, and he would always win because he's so strong. Oh, right, that makes sense. Because he's you know the Mary Sue of this movie. <laughs> he uh, can do no wrong. He can just no learn wrong. nothing. And then, um, uh. Morris and Doris get a phone call and they say, we have a mission for you guys. So now they're both spies. So now they're both spies. spies. And then they go to the ball and they do a tango and they meet the mustache guy again. And they, and Jamie Lee Curtis puts a lipstick to him and says, I'm just going to take him out right here, right now, this fake spy. Or this spy. And he's like, no, no, I'm not a spy. And he runs away and he's scared and he pees himself again. And then they do a tango for a long time and, re- and ignore the remote operatives fucking tom arnold saying shit they ignore him and then the credits roll and that is the end of true lies i hated this movie this, terrible. this is one of the worst movies we've seen for this podcast okay i, I fucking don't, cannot I, stand I don't it. know about that it's really low for me i it's was not miserable good. i liked a lot of the action scenes yeah i thought they i hated were how fun it, i hated how it handled big. women characters totally. yep. i hated arnold schwarzenegger's yep, character totally. he didn't seem to learn anything i thought i would uh, okay that was the thing as I, I watched this and at the end i was like okay you know depending on the beginning of this movie I could see this being okay. Yeah. Because I don't know the setup. I don't know if it could have been an interesting way of why he was doing this weird thing about manipulating her her and doing all this weird stuff. Yeah, consent. And also she says he says something when he's picking the place, it's like, Wow, that that hotel and he's like, On my salary, I can't afford it. Mm hmm. It's just like, wow, that's just gross. He's just lying. Yeah. Yeah, constantly. And I don't like him at all. And I'm surprised anyone read the script and was like, yeah, this seems like a likable main character. Yeah. I can't believe that people watch this movie and go, oh, yeah, this is a really great film. 
Like maybe the action scenes are cool, and I will agree that some of them are, especially in the earlier. The action scenes. scenes are pretty good, but like I hate. It's, it's such a long movie. Like they could have cut long. out a lot of stuff. I don't like Arnold Schwarzenegger's character. The only characters that I like, I feel bad for. Like I feel bad for Juno's character because like later, like I don't know. I, I honestly don't know what she does in the later half of the film, but it sounds like. You know, she isn't that bad of a person. She's usually she's just being. I mean, man- she's working with radical terrorists. But she's being that's manipulated by radical. No, terrorists. she just wants it because of money, though. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. She's Is that being, being manipulated if you just want she, money? Then she gets hit by them constantly. Hit by them? Slapped by them? They're hurting her constantly. Oh yeah, totally. But she's in it for the money. I suppose so. So I don't know if that's like. All right, that's a good. It's, point. it's a it's a lame, lazy way to do it for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just say, oh, she wants money. She's. T- you know, those women easily flip by money. That's true. Is what they say. And then I feel bad for Jamie Lee Curtis's character. Because yeah. she didn't, like, I, again. She has, like, a couple okay moments where I'm like, okay, maybe. But then, in the end, the, the she, end undercuts all of that. By all just of being it. like, I'll be a spy, too. And she never seems angry at Arnold Schwarzenegger for any of the horrible shit that he puts her through. It's all his fault. This reminds me of the Pina Colada song. Oh, I hate that fucking song so much. I hate the Pina Colada song. I like the sound of it. But the message behind it is bad. That's basically what this movie is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I like parts of it, but the overall message, the underlying story is terrible. It's cool to treat on your spouses, I guess. It's cool to treat them terribly. It's, yeah. And it's, and it's funny. Like, I, in the and end, once you finally understand everyone, it's okay. All that stuff is okay. And, and it's I like, get no. it. It's like, there wouldn't be a movie if he just told Jamie Lee Curtis in the first place. But this movie shouldn't the be way told he goes this way. Up, even that, if you could suspend that disbelief, yeah. like, the stuff he does... Around it is yeah. still despicable, and they're like saying they're pitching this like they want to make a TV show off of this movie. They want to make a sequel off of this movie, and I'm like, none of these characters seem at all likable enough to even last a TV show length. Like, like we've mentioned, the good thing about the Americans is it's a couple that at first doesn't love each other that has to do these things, and then as they continue, they fall in love with each other and they become mm-hmm. like people who like are equals. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? In this movie. Jamie Lee Curtis is constantly being manipulated beyond uh, uh, powers beyond her control or understanding, and she never is, seems in on whatever is happening. Like usually, there's a scene where the two of them are like locked in together, and all Schwarzeneggers be like, "Look, this is I'm now t- coming out and I'm telling what's going on," and then you know Jamie Lee Curtis gets angry and hits him, and she's totally okay with that. She's stuff. always okay, and then in the end, she just kisses him like it's not a big deal. Yeah. Like, I, I don't like I understand now. I couldn't imagine being Jamie Lee Curtis playing this character and going, yeah, this is a cool character to be playing. Yeah. I can't imagine making movies where women are like strong and you know and 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 amazing and powerful and then making a movie like this where Jamie Lee Curtis's character is literally just being manipulated by every man she comes across. Every time. Before it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's uh the fucking fake spy guy Simon. Yeah. Like always. That's and true, she, you're right. I, I hate it. I really hate this movie. Mostly because of the meanings behind it, but I don't know. Also, the length is like ridiculously unnatural. Yeah. And the tone is all over the place, too. Like, yeah. It's There's not like, funny enough to be a comedy. They say humor. Or they say humor. They they have a lot of humorous lines and quotes yeah. that come off weird, as we mentioned earlier. Yeah. And it's like, it just doesn't work. It's just terrible. It does not work. It's such, a, oh, it's such a bad movie. I didn't like it. I don't know. I don't know what people see in this film. But action scenes. That's it. I know. Uh, yeah. Because in the '90s, you could just look at all that stuff and be like, "Man, whatever." Who cares? People just like turn off their like, brains when it came to yeah talking to people. It's a dumb action movie. It's fine. It's like yeah, yeah but dumb really action is. movies can also have like not can just do the bare minimum of not like write their characters relatable. A great action movie is Terminator Two. Yeah. You have a strong woman mom. Aliens. Y- Terminator Two does not have aliens in it. No, no. I'm oh, it's not about the movie uh, Aliens. Yeah, it's not aliens. <laughs> 
Terminator, a great movie. These are movies like Terminator is a little weird because she ends up sleeping with the guy. But anyway, you know, it, it works like these movies work and they don't have horribly problematic. Like, I hate that word, but it doesn't it doesn't have those things that you have to also deal with when watching a movie. Yeah. I don't know. Wasn't a fan. Sorry, guys. People liked it. Sorry, people liked it. You're wrong. You're you're not wrong. But nah. you're, you, what are they then? Yeah. Are they right? No, they're not right. Exactly. So you're wrong. You guys There's like no... five-year-old boy butts. <laughs> Ten-year-old boys. Ten-year-old boys. I'm sorry. Five-year-old boys would be too perverted. Yeah, totally. 100%. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm sorry, guys. If you guys like this movie and you want to get in contact with us, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. You can chew us out there. Or you can email us at email at theotherfpodcast.com. And if you liked uh, this episode... Or if you didn't like it and you want to listen to past episodes and hate us even more, you can find them on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. And while you're there, leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it on the show no matter what it says, even if it is all in really bad Arnold Schwarzenegger talk. Like, it's all, you know, written, mm. you know, phonetically. It's all written. It's written phonetically uh, like yeah, yeah. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger speak. You know, Mike, I used to have a 10-year-old boy, but... So did I. Well, about a year. A-, a year ago? No, I had it for about a year. Oh, okay. I had mine for two. Yeah, I couldn't get rid of it. Shame. I know. You know what that was? What? That was a true lie. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>